This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Mix Cast, and I am Steve Miggs, and I am here with the Reverend Enfuego. Hello! And Glenn Cannon. What's up? Good to see you. We're all alive. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. survived Sunday. Survived Sunday. A little uh, pre-show banter as usual. Yep. We'll have to start airing all the pre-shows at some point. <laughs> that we should do like a Patreon, where you have to pay extra to hear... Oh you yeah, pay extra yeah. from the free, so you have to do double the price of what you're paying right now. <laughs> the, these, free. these supplemental uh, content. Yeah. Right? Like you have to subscribe for five bucks a month. You get to hear all the awful and disgusting crap that we talk about before the mics get turned on. That's right. It's mostly just us getting all the F-bombs. Yeah. Justin sits over there and just yeah. swears up a storm. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, me all the time. <laughs> I, got, just, yeah, I usually just right. listening to YouTube carousing. I love Dude, it. that'd be hilarious. Like, hey, how'd you guys make your fortune? Well, now we do a special add-on to our podcast where we charge five bucks a listener, and, and oddly enough, ten thousand people are paying for it. Yeah. It's just—it's five it's, minutes of everyone saying every word you can't right. say on radio. That's the content they want, or, or us discussing things we don't want to discuss openly on the cast. <laughs> yeah, we were going to talk about this, but we'll talk about it on our other one. Right. Steve's like, "Hey, Glenn, did those general sores clear up, dude? They did. Thanks for that wart cream. You know, it's the stuff we don't want. Our <laughs> we make fans to eat. We make an extra fifty grand a month just because we're saying freely." Fudge and sugar. Yeah, right. Fudge and sugar. Yeah. Thank you for self-editing uh, there. And country. Oh, you can make old men. <laughs> that would make me twitch. That would make. Did you see me? I looked over like. That what is, did he just do? That is one of the most dangerous words. I swear to God, country? in our business, country. Mm-hmm. Because especially with what we do, there's been plenty of times where you'll be saying yes. that word as in like country artists, and you're diving for the dump button. But no, somebody else like interrupts you in the yep. middle of it and stops your train of thought. I'll never forget oh, playing God. back oh, in the God. day. Oh God! Yeah, dude. Yeah. This is one of my favorite moments where I thought I might get in trouble with my job and my bosses when I worked. I think it was at K Rocker at the end, and we were playing at the time. It was called Beat the Producer, and it was a question. The question was something as simple as, who is Carrie Underwood at the early parts of her career? And I was like, oh, she's some, you know, and I was going to say country artist. And then I said, oh, she's some country. But I put the pregnant pause before the tree. Mm -hmm. And so it just basically sounded like my response to who is Carrie Underwood. Which may or may not be accurate. I've never met her. You know, (laughs) but you don't know. We talked to one of her drivers and guess what? True. <laughs> I mean, oh, she's some uh, See You Next Tuesday. It turns out she totally is a country artist. <laughs> and, of course, Andy Savage is just giggling. And <laughs> yeah, giggling. right? Steve's right? over there pouring sweat. And I'm like, hit that dump button. <laughs> I'm like, he's not going to hit the dump button. He loved when curses slipped on the air, which wow. was, I thought was really funny. Well, but Savage was pre-Janet Jackson's booby. Because it seems to me when when, when Janet Jackson's booby came out, the hammer dropped. Because I can remember even hearing Jeremy from time to time, Mm -hmm. Um, and I swear it wasn't edited, Um, Tools Prison Sex wasn't edited. Heaven Beside You. (laughs) You know the part where that's after. Yeah. 
Like if it was edited, it was poorly edited. It was really badly edited for a really long time. I mean, I'd hear the occasional slip, and I'd be like, "Huh, All right. you know what I mean?" Yep. Uh, and because especially, in, and he says it quick in uh, in Jeremy. Seems a harmless little fudge pepper. Uh, See, little, I thought it little was fluck. I <laughs> thought it was fun. Like it was a harmless little fun. Oh, he's a harmless like little making fun. fun of him. Like oh, it was no. harmless little fun making fun of the guy. So I it never registered for me. How much did it suck to be a high school student named Jeremy in the early nineties? Oh God! I don't know. Maybe he got lots of trim out of it. You don't know. Oh, that's true. I mean, ladies don't are kill like, me. Hey, look, I'll have it's a harmless little fun. Come to prom with me, or I'll I'll speak in class today. You, you picking <laughs> up what I'm throwing down? Listen, I'm gonna bite that recess lady's breast. Yeah, and you <laughs> won't forget <laughs> it. <laughs> it's, it's more of a like a 40, 49 <laughs> shades of gray thing, man. Because the recess lady's hella hot. Yeah, you know? that's hot. Yeah, Jesus, forty nine shades of teal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but boy, oh boy, we had a great time over at uh, Studio Seven for the Save the Seven Saved show. It. That so was many amazing. great bands. My mind was blown by some bands that I hadn't seen before. Uh, oh, well, yeah? one, uh, well, there was uh, Phil Kennedy. Who Phil Kennedy was amazing. Yeah, he crushed great. it. His yep. his cover, which was a, a very Chris Cornell inspired cover of the. Sinead O'Connor cover of the Prince song, Nothing Compares to You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A cover of a cover of a cover. <laughs> Killed it, man. Yep. It was like I felt the, mo- the the emotion, which was really cool. Um, got to meet his, or formally meet his wife, sweetheart. It She's was awesome. Great his daughter's people. down there, just amazing. Yeah, dude, it's so it's awesome. always cool. Yeah. That guy's got great pipes, great singer. Mm-hmm. Did some audio slaves, did some Stone Temple Pilots as well. Great way to start off the night. Or the day. Uh, yeah. Because it all yeah. started like 3.30. Started at 3 o'clock, yep. man. And I know Phil had had raged hard for Cinco de Mayo. Yes. <laughs> and it's kind of hilarious. I can show you guys. Yeah, what was the crowd like for a post-Cinco de Mayo party? Dude, honestly, it started slow. Like, as far as energy. Yeah. Well, and, and I was, you know, I didn't know how all that was going to unfold, but I was kind of stoked. I think for Phil set at three, there was maybe 40, 50 people yeah. in there. And people were... And I was kind of like... they were invested you know, in his singing, nice. which was cool. Yeah, it was Great. it was really cool, man. And, like, and the energy amped up when people started using the... Oh, yes, I saw that picture. This, this he showed was that Phil to me. at about two o'clock that day. <laughs> I believe his wife showed me that picture, which I thought was hilarious. He just... <laughs> his so, eyes are almost yeah, open. my boy Phil Kennedy rallied, rallied hard, came down and put on one hell of a set. He did. Which was amazing, because I know an hour beforehand, he was completely buckled. And, and <laughs> Shout out to uh, uh, Lion Pride Music and the Lion Pride Party Bus, Levi and Rich and Cortland and the rest of the crew. Get that party go, man! They they were shuttling people that was beyond that, awesome. As it kept as the night kept going, that bus got more and more packed. I mean, people were going to the Siren Tavern all day. Like my, I was part of the first group that first went to the Siren Tavern, which I've never been to before. It's a great little place. What an awesome spot! Yep. Yeah, myself and uh, Tony from uh, Window Pane, we had a shot to start the day off. We nice. let's get the edge off. Uh, the lady working there was fantastic. Oh, she! Uh, I hope so. Uh, she probably made a fortune that day. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was funny. I was on probably the second bus ride over. I okay. snapped a photo, and it was packed. Yeah, I saw that picture. And we got over there, and I was talking with my buddy Charlie Lorme that plays drums in the Aussie Tribute, yes. the very Aussie Tribute. And, Great drummer. Um, yeah, amazing drummer, right? And good. I've known him for a long time, old friends, and we're just in there chatting, and he's like, "Man, 
you think they would have staffed more than one bartender today? Because that girl oh, was, God. she was running around like mad. And I was like, dude, I've been by here three different times. We told her. Literally like, here's my name. Here's my phone number. This is what is happening. This is when it will start. And there will be shuttles every 20 minutes. So you're going to want to. They must have thought, you know, some weirdo came in today and said he was going to bring a bus. It's just like some homeless guy you know? came yeah, up and was yeah. just like yelling at me. Yeah. I half listened. And then he just like, he wrote down instructions on yeah. a napkin. And I was like, okay. It's like a make em up. I don't know what this guy's talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, and I I just wonder, like, when she started seeing 30, 40 people walk oh in God. at the time, she's like, oh, oh my God. God. should have listened to that son of a bitch. Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So the energy level kept getting more and more amped as the day went oh, on, yeah, which I was cool. That. Man, Casualty of God. Killer band. What a great band. Killer band. Yeah. Heavy as all hell. The rhythm section, I mean, selfishly, I'm a big fan of Jeff Eason, who filled in on bass with Bruiser Brody, which did a great job. Uh, but man, oh man, him and is it Dylan? Uh, Dylan, yeah. The drummer. The drummer. The two of them together are just magic. Amazing. Nice. Yep. Amazing, man. I think a few times, I think Dylan might have thought I was like undressing him with my eyes because I was just staring <laughs> at him. No, he can play, man. He and I'm can watching play. him. I'm like, what are you, how, what? You did okay. You just did that too. That yep. was incredible. Yeah, so, he's a great drummer, sweet guy. Actually, yep. all those guys yep. are amazing players. Great, vocalist, really cool people. Great yeah. guitars. Yeah, man. Yeah, really cool band. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I, for some reason, they've been a band I've, I've never got to see live. So I was thoroughly impressed. And I think they're they're growing things. I know they've shot up and down the coast a couple times, and you know, locally, like the last time I saw them, they were at the Skylark over in West Seattle. So I think they're. They're still growing the the band and the brand and the name. They haven't gotten out into to a lot of bigger venues yet, but killer band, now, really cool project. Man. I know a few people ask me this question, and if it's an uncomfortable question, I apologize, but I have to ask because the people that are there were asking me, and I didn't know, with the singer, he had an oxygen tank? Yeah, I think- Do you know um, the backstory behind that? I think, I don't know what, I don't know the backstory completely. I know okay. uh, Dylan Dylan and Kristen Casper from Windowpane go way back, and okay. actually we had gotten to jam with Dylan at one point, which was really fun, but I think, and I didn't ask, I saw a post one up where, um, and I cannot remember the singer's name, but I think he was hospitalized briefly, Oh, and I don't know what happened, but something bad happened, and it was really an extreme situation where I think he almost lost his life, and obviously didn't. Yeah. Uh, but it was one of those, you know, rally love and support behind my boy, and you know, and we kind of, I don't, I don't usually ask if someone wants to tell me what's going right. on. Great, right? But otherwise, I'm like, ooh, sorry to hear that. And actually, I thought it was the guitar player, not the singer. So I could be even wronger still. Uh, that's, sure, I don't think that's correct grammar. More wrong, on the wronger. base cast, I wrongest. could be wronger still. I've been studying English the, is gooder. Uh, the uh, Trump Grammar for Dummies book came out last month, and I've been, I've been reading Appalachian, that. Very Appalachian. And of you it's, there, the, so. it's the best book. He, he, he gives the best book. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. But no. It's the goodest book. Uh, he was up there singing his ass off yeah. on oxygen. Yeah. And at first I was like, I wonder if that's a stage prop. Wow. But I don't think it was, bro. I think no. he was on oxygen and was up there singing like the devil, and that was actually Pretty inspiring and cool to see. That's what I was going to say. In a weird, not weird, but in a, a different way, it was it added to the aura of that band because they're just like they're very tool-like and just just ominous. Oh, nice. Very tribal, and then it opens up. It's kind of like Tool, Alice in Chains type big big chorus. If I, if that makes sense. Sure, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And there was just something dark about a lead singer who's attached to an oxygen tank. And I know that it wasn't show, but. You know, obviously yeah. we're watching. I'm just like, there's something really powerful about watching this guy uh, just belt and have incredible pipes. And obviously, there's something going on something where going he needs on, that. medically. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, 
Yeah, I was pretty blown away by that because I know if it's me and be like, guys, look, I want oxygen. I can't be singing, especially in a hot room like <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, dude, right? yeah, you know, you know, it's a big club. There's no AC in that place. It no. was warm in there. Um, yeah, and, and he got up and destroyed it. He I did. He like, killed it. Mad respect, and I thought, like you said, it was really a man. Wow. Like obviously, like, that is cool. I'm sure he and everyone would agree that like, it would be nicer to not have to use that. But for some weird way, with the music, it it it, it was. It just added to this aura of this band. What was the well, name of the band again? Casualty, Casualty of, of God. God. Cool. I'm Casualty of God. They're really cool, man. Heavy as that. And you know, another thing to consider too is is here's a group of guys that agreed to come do this Sunday benefit for free. Yeah. And homeboys like, yep, we're there, and they were the first band of the day. I mean, someone has to start things out. Yep. And um, you know, uh, they sucked me in, man. And, and I, I watched their entire set. Homies on oxygen, and he was like, "Yep, we'll be there." I mm-hmm. mean, dude, <laughs> yeah. that's. That's that's killer, man. Homies on Oxygen it sounds like, like a Rolling Stone cover band. Oh, dude, I got a T-shirt that says <laughs> Homies on Oxygen. <laughs> Homies on Oxygen, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> and then after them was uh, Thou Shall Wilt. Oh, which... uh, what Thou Wilt? That's all right. It's okay. You're close. Hmm. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Steve's I face. I oh. hate myself. I almost wish I hadn't corrected him, man. Oh, I feel really well, bad. I have to correct him. I love face. this band. Like, I was killer, look, right? They are They're so killer. damn good, and if I can't get their name right. If you didn't correct him, the peanut gallery will. So man, at least it's I feel you, like man. such a dick because they're so good. Steve, actually, Tracy and I, um, I, I, earlier in the day, it might even been, been during what the Walt set, I was up in Tracy's office with Tracy and Jason for a while, uh-huh. going over numbers, uh, the show in and of itself how and when we were going to pull the door, all that stuff. And um, now I forgot what I was going to... Oh, Tracy and I were talking about, for 10 years, he would misspell window pane. And I bring that up because... Uh, P-A-I-N? Yeah. P-A-I-N or P-A-N-E, but two separate words. Yep. And he was... I mean, Tracy was really <laughs> in a good mood and having a good time. Oh, the celebration it, of his yeah, club. I think he started celebrating the night before, actually. Quite possibly. Oh, yeah, Cinco. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was funny because at one point I was like, Tracy, for God's sake, it's been 10 years, man. It's window pane, P A N E, all one word, and he literally said, "Are you sure?" <laughs> it's your band, but yeah, I mean, so we were cracking up with Tracy. Talking. I'm like, "Yeah, that's true, man. He actually did that to me." And I'm like, "Yeah, Tracy, I'm pretty goddamn sure." But what thou wilt? Anyway, with band names, sometimes that's the point. Is sometimes yeah. it's not. You don't always put them together, man. And and and, and then I've so what thou this, wilt? I've created yeah. this thing in my head that thou shall wilt. Yeah, they need to have a side project. And I'll just, do that. And they just do the same songs. <laughs> that way, I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but had you seen them before? No, they are a killer I band. Love them. I've, yeah, I've, I've heard their music before, and I've enjoyed their recordings, but mm-hmm. I've never seen them live. And I mean, uh, 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 Serena, the front Serena's woman, amazing, yeah, incredible. Well, it's the like, whole band's fantastic. Yeah, they're oh, killer. Great yeah. band, great band. And it's just like, but there's this like weird goth metal sound with, and and everyone looks the part. But like then nice. at times, like she's kind of got like this kind of cool hippie vibe to her uh. while she's on stage, and then all of a sudden she's shooting bubble guns like a bubble machine out of a gun. And I'm like, it it shouldn't work, but it but does. It works. Yeah. 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 It's just well, something it's funny. really cool you, you and trippy see, about that band. I like them a lot. Serena and she's got a hell of a voice, but yes. here's this, you know, really attractive little five foot one brunette. Mm-hmm. And she will get into certain parts of the song and let out full on metal screams. That sound like a dude. That dudes couldn't touch. Right. And it's really cool to watch the range of her dynamic and yep. she'll, she'll be singing gorgeously and beautifully. And then yep. she can drop into that. 
it's like a Mike Patton thing. Yes. And she does it seamlessly, and it's it's dope. They're it such a cool band. I think it was like their first time, just like really beautiful, like like just like you said, vocals, and then all of a sudden she's like, feel my rage, and I'm like, oh. And you're like, God, I do. <laughs> I, I see it, and I feel it. Uh, yeah. I won't say your name wrong again, I promise. Yeah, but <laughs> what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stencil it on your pillowcase. I'm just going to get a tattoo What thou wilt. Yeah. What uh, thou wilt. Then <laughs> <laughs> Superfecta, as always. Oh, God. Never yeah, disappoint. Man. So much fun. Those guys are just firing on all cylinders Man, right now. they were really tight. They yep. played killer. And you know, it's one of those things, again, it's, uh, what month is it? May? Yeah. In Stinky. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the hell. I almost said August. It's May in, in Studio 7. At this point, it's you know now four thirty or five o'clock, yep. mm-hmm. and there's my man Kyle Court wearing a leather jacket on stage. Oh, of course, and I'm standing there with Tawny, and I'm like, like booty shorts or something. At least. No, Come man, on, man, no. I mean, he right? looked he looked the part. He was full on rock star and like shades F, on and everything. F the heat, yep. and they played great. They were tight. They, all those songs are so strong and melodic and hooky. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah. those guys are just such a great band. And Tawny and I are standing there arm in arm, just watching Kyle, you know. And finally, I turned to Tawny, and I was like. Can't believe he's rocking her leather jacket in here. And Tony's like, I know, that's amazing, right? Yeah. What nuts. a great performance. Yeah, Kyle he's was just be destroying it. He's just gotta be just like just totally just soaked underneath it. Oh, oh God, dude, yeah. like you strip him nude and he's like a pale raisin yeah. under there. <laughs> <laughs> and and then no indication that he was sweating or hot oh, or anything. Oh, he destroyed. Just, yeah. They put on a killer show. Oh, and we should say, by the way, congratulations to Kyle Court and Heather Hale. Oh, yes. They are now engaged, man. Oh. Yeah, yeah. and I, I met... Congratulations. I think I met Kyle, Kyle and, Heather and Heather both through the new originals yep. a and decade they, ago. I, I think they wow. weren't even dating at that point. No, they were just friends back right. then. Yeah. She was taking pictures and just mm-hmm. good homie. And, yeah. And then the, the love blossomed. Yeah, that's killer, man. That's I'm, I'm really, really stoked for them. So congr- Good people. Congrats, uh, Kyle and Heather, man. Uh, so and there's, then uh, there's uh, that. Uh, five Hacks then went on stage called Bruiser Brody. Uh, <laughs> was what it was. Actually, um, so, you know, uh, everybody that was wasn't at the show. Jeff Rouse couldn't join us on this one. He's really got a lot going on. He's got his Gemini Project album coming out. Orchestrated a giant Mother, mother Love Bone. Yep, he was in, in on the, all the that. night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So he couldn't join us. So Jeff Eason from Casualty of God, and Jeff also plays with Late September Dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff came and filled in with and Bruce plays with Brody. your Bruce Trio. Yeah, uh, Jeff plays in my Blues Trio. We've got a show coming up uh, too at Slim's Last Chance here nice. Saturday after next. Okay. So I hope you guys can join us down at Slim's in Georgetown so for that. Might be the 19th. The 19th. Yeah, with uh, uh, my buddy Tyler Jakes. Um, we'll play some music from him maybe next week. Okay. Um, he's got an album coming out. Amazing, really cool artist that tours all the time. And then my buddy's in Stoic FB. Oh, nice. Um, I love that band. Yeah. You know? Except for Malcolm. He's all right. You're right. <laughs> okay. No, what, what was it, the quote? Malcolm is. Uh, the embodiment of all things excellent in the Seattle music scene or something. Is that I, what I said? I said something. No, oh, I said something, oh. and they made a movie poster of it with that <laughs> damn quote. And I wanted to frame it and hang it in my house, man. But I've got the Air Malcolm on the windowpane van. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, there's those Air Malcolm stickers where someone took a shot of Malcolm flying through the air, and then they made little... Silhouetted Yeah, it. they silhouetted yeah, it like nice. the Jordan... So I have the Air Malcolm awesome. on the windowpane van. That's fantastic. Man. But, that is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, no, Jeff Eason um, sat in with Bruiser Brody and, and just killed it. And you'll love this, Rev. So, you know, most bands typically, you got someone filling in, you're going to have multiple practices to bang oh, it out dude, and get it ready. This is kind of amazing. Yeah, except this is Bruiser Brody. Right. So right. not only... <laughs> These guys. Now, 
I, I say this very lightly. We did practice with, with Jeff. We Jeff did. did his homework and knocked it out of the park. Like, he came prepared. He knew exactly what to play, and he played it perfectly. Oh, right. we were rehearsing. Steve just kept looking at me, shaking his head and smiling, like, dude, are you hearing this guy? And I'm like, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jeff Eason's a, a pimp. Like, man. we went through the songs once in practice. Now, mind you, also, oh, Rev, congratulations. practice uh, included just two members of Bruiser Brody, me and Glenn. <laughs> Travis forgot. <laughs> That's the best right there. That's just this like, no, I got something to do. Travis no. is like, oh, hey, guys, sorry. <laughs> Not only did he forget. At least he made it to the show. We had a text exchange <laughs> earlier that day about practice. <laughs> yeah, I reminded him that morning. <laughs> and somehow he still oh, forgot. Travis, I love you. I love the dude. And he called and Glenn put him on speakerphone. And he's just like, my man, holy crap. Oh, my God. Oh, so he, felt, he felt it, so It would have been way better if he yeah. would have been called just to shoot the S. Like, hey, man, what's like, going hey, on? Yeah, exactly. What's going on? What are you up to? What, well, I shot what? him a text. It was like, hey, brother, ETA. And, and I pressed send and my phone rang. Ah. Mm-hmm. It was like, once the satellite, oh, no. as soon as my message hit the satellite, Travis was calling me. And he's not kidding, because my earpiece is broken, so I have to use speaker. <laughs> Steve's not exactly, he's literally like, dude, oh my God. Bunch just of words, you'd have to bleep. Just think his name and he'll, uh, he'll arrive. It was funny, but obviously, I mean, like, just so we knew that everything was good. Like, we went through it with, yeah. uh, and, and dude, the show was so much fun. The oh, place we, was, we really played great. People were excited to hear the band. Yeah, a lot we of new people it. who hadn't killer. seen us before who messaged me afterwards being like, your band blew me away. Dude, now, yeah, cool. yeah. now, have you guys, are you guys playing the new stuff that's soon to be released? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yes. cool. We are going to record next week over at Robert Lang Studios. <laughs> oh. yeah, we're going to finish our record, which is going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to record five, hopefully five more songs, depending on how much time we could get in. <laughs> but we got right. two days at Robert Lang Studios, just like last time. We're going to go in and just kamikaze, bang them out. Yep. It's going to be a blast. Here um, we go again. And then yeah. uh, this Saturday... I don't think we're having to practice, are we? I don't think. Uh, I'm not that I'm aware of. You don't need that. You guys are. No, your well, show, no, no. your previous show is the practice for the next show. This, it's literally been discussed <laughs> openly. Steve is bent over slapping the desk in hilarity. So our show is technically practice for our studio. Yeah. This this gig is our only rehearsal for our upcoming studio You guys time. are the worst and yet the best. Dude, that's rock and roll is F, and you know it. <laughs> I do. And that's what makes, I think, Bruiser Brody from Bruiser Brody. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a certain energy and magic to us because of that. Well, and I think we captured that on that first uh, EP. I mean, yeah. it, it was, you know, like I like I said when I called Travis, I was like, are, are you into some kamikaze? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, and it was. It was kamikaze as hell. But I think that energy and rawness and vibe is captured on the recording. And I think it's part of what makes the recording cool. We didn't sit there and pick it apart and overthink anything. We went in and played our rock songs. And it was cool. I'm stoked for Saturday. It's going to be a Jazz Bones. Uh, Jazz Bones. Yes, yes. The wife and I have already uh, slotted out our plans. I'm on the list, right? Oh god, yeah. Okay, yeah. Thank god. Okay, I know yeah, a guy in the band. Yeah. I'll get you in. I'll put you on that list. I'll hit but up yeah. Steve. But yeah, no, no. We're Steve's going to order me a pizza. So. <laughs> Even before we confirm, I yeah, hope. absolutely, we're oh, yeah. going to go to this. It's okay. in it's in Tacoma. I don't like when you guys are playing at Tony V's. I'm sorry, I love y'all, That's but there's hole. no way I'm going to Tony V's for Honestly, a concert. If my buddy Tavis didn't drive me to Tony V's, I wouldn't have made our show. <laughs> oh, dude, and I, I mean, you guys both live more further south than me. I'm only in Burien. Yeah, but um, people are like, dude, we're playing. I'm like, dude, when is your next show? I'll be there. We're Tony V's. And, mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my passport and, expired. It's, it's, I can't it's, come that far it, north. And it's literally nothing against the club, nothing against Love the Everett. Place. It's right. just it's a hike. It's the trek. That. I'll go to Seattle 
four shows right. and have no issue and be fine with it. But if it's up there, it's at that it point. Hour, that's Davis an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. It's an hour and 40 <laughs> minutes for you, isn't it? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. yeah. It comes down to, okay, we're going to have to get a hotel room that night. Yeah. Oh, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. sure, man. Yeah. Well, you could have slept in uh, Tony V's RV uh, with cool. Travis. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so Jazz Bones, which is this Saturday <laughs> night. Uh, we are going to be playing over the, uh, at Jazz Bones. It's on 6th Ave in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. The show starts at 8 p.m. Well, doors open at 8 p.m. The show starts at 9, and it's going to be us, Antihero, and White Only in the Wreckage. Yeah, yeah. So, And we're going on last, so yep. come hang out and drink and have a great time. And nice. If you want to hang out with us before Jazz Bones, Pre-funk. we are doing... I mean, they say, I, I wouldn't call it a meet and greet. It's more like we're going to be there and come say hi, hang out and buy some weed. We're oh, selling weed yeah. at Mary Mart. Let's just call it no a meet. I don't, mean, I don't know. A weed and meat? A meet and weed? Meet and weed? Yeah. Right? Meet and weet. I, I can't a tongue twister. <laughs> I just said meat and wheat. Meat and so wheat. So I'm, uh, yeah, apparently. Let, let me just bring you a horn full of ale. Let's <laughs> get this party started, man. <laughs> Is it meat weed like a Stone Temple Pilot song on their second record? Meat plow. Oh, yeah, yeah, meat plow. It's the opening track. <laughs> Wow. You know what? I love Mary Mart. I was over there the other day. Well, come by and hang out with us. We're going to be there at 730 on Saturday. Yeah. You can can, can meet the one and only Reverend Enfuego. Yep. All Uh, of us in the mix cast. And members of Bruiser Brody. (laughs) That's right. We're all going to be there at 730 just hanging. Just hanging out. Come say hi. Come kick it with us. Come uh, meet some of the fine people over at Mary Mart. Buy your marijuana needs while you're there. I'll be rubbing some of that uh, menstrual cream, the PMS uh, weed menstrual cream on my neck and shoulders. They have some interesting people that work there. Like their like other side jobs are fantastic. There's a, a lady there who does burlesque. Nice. Uh, nice. The Sonics guy works there. Legitimately, the guy who wears the Sonics yeah, jersey the with the fro. No. Yes. Awesome. Yes, and you immediately can tell it's him because he wears his Sonics well, jersey. He's a legend, and he has his fro still. We need nice. him at the Jazz Bone show holding his Sonic sign, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just on stage the whole time with us. Do, yeah, doing nothing. Just nothing. random. Just the Sonic thing. Sign. I bet he would do it actually. He probably would. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be there at seven thirty at Mary Mart. It's cool. also on Sixth Ave, so it's not like you have to go anywhere. You can park your car. It's like a stone's throw from yeah, the club, yeah. Right? It's walking yeah. distance. It's right next to uh, like the Red Hot and Ice Cream Social. Yep, a lot cool. of good places right around there. A new place called Fish Fish Fish. What do they that? serve there? They serve fish. Uh, <laughs> that might be I, our dinner plans. I haven't been there yet, well, but maybe, Billy uh, Saturday. Yeah, Billy absolutely recommends it. Really? Yeah, All it's right. Mary Mart. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy's on the guest list too. He's coming to the show. Cool, so, yeah, cool. So, and, and thanks awesome. to Misha for uh, setting up this this fun little Misha meat and weed. Awesome. Yeah, uh, that's that, rad. Yeah, it's come come hang out with Bruiser Brody. Hang out with the Migs cast seven thirty this Saturday, a, uh, and then after that, we're gonna all walk on over to Jazz Bones and. See what happens. Get our rock show on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Should be fun, man. That'll <laughs> nah, be killer. Pump the play killer. with Wyatt and the crew again. They crushed it also. Yeah, they were killer. Window pane as well. Awesome. It was a great night. It was a killer night, man. Then after us, we had, uh, you know, after the window pane set. Um, almost human. Almost human. And it, I mean, they do kiss right. I mean, it is the full on dude. And they get up there and just destroy it. And then, uh, you know, the very Aussie tribute yep. closed out the night, and that's all killer stuff, too. I mean, it's all that uh, 80s-era Aussie. Yeah. And they nail it. I mean, so awesome. just nail it. So. I unfortunately wasn't able to stick around till the end. I finally got the text from the wife. She's like, are you coming home? Oh, yeah, dude. Because I had a long no, day. No, I'm going to do it alone. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> she never, ever is like, hey, why aren't you here yet? Like, but she was just like. Yeah, I'd like to hang out with you before we go to bed. I'm oh, like, oh yeah, you had a on my way, babe. Don't yeah. even need to ask twice. I'm, I'm, I totally get it. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna be like, no, I need to stay out and rock out longer. Oh, dude, yeah, that was Sunday. A, that was a busy day for you. Yeah, 
Because you had uh, Mick Foley as well. Earlier in the day, I went down to Crypticon, which mm-hmm. is a big uh, a horror mu- movie and culture con that mm-hmm. happened over at the Doubletree right by SeaTac. Yep. So here's the best part. So I get there. And first of all, Crypticon, I know, Rev, you were there as well. Yep, 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 on Friday and Saturday. I've never been to Crypticon before. I want I can't wait for next year. Like, yeah. It's just fun people watching. Everybody. There's like scary looking vampires and monsters. And they're the nicest people in the world. Oh, it's yeah. It's such a cool... Yeah. The horror crowd are some of the nicest, yes. most courteous people, be it the actors, the fans. But it's also, you're having a great conversation with a person with, like, a literal axe in their head, bleeding gore all over their face. <laughs> like the Red Rum Twins from The Shining are yeah. walking around. and it's Giant freaky cool, clown. Man. So... It's great. I get there. The only time where people weren't being very friendly is when they were trying to find a parking spot. Oh, God, yeah. That happens. Because there's so many people... I pay and you pay to get in to the parking lot. So like, you know, well, you get the ticket. So once you're in, now it's like you've made a, a financial investment. But here's the thing, all the spots are pretty much taken. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everyone's yeah. driving around like it's it's Christmas Eve at a mall. Oh yeah. Trying and waiting for someone to pull out. So finally a guy's like, "Hey man, I'm leaving my call. I'm leaving right now. You want a spot?" I'm like, "Yes." He's like, "Follow me around." So I see where he's going. I try and get there. Some guy cuts right in front of me and takes the spot. Uh, oh, like, confrontation Steve time. No, because I was a logical man, and I realized he had no idea that this guy was, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he okay. didn't cut me off. He like didn't know a, there was an arrangement. Right. Yeah. But I was mad at the guy who told me he was going to give me the spot. I'm like, Mother he didn't effort. defend it. He should have waited yes. until he knew my car was there. All right, maybe not. <laughs> so now I'm driving around again. Yeah. This woman gets mad. She's cursing people out. Nice. It's just chaos, man. I was loving it. Because I got there super early, so I really was just, now I'm Good like, call. I'm not in a hurry, and this is amusing. Right. <laughs> so I get to the like, to, to get my tickets. The people there at the will call are super great. They're like, They're you seem really nice. happy. I'm like, yeah, I've had the best time watching people yell at each other trying to find parking <laughs> spots. And she's like, I keep telling them they need parking attendants to help direct things, mm-hmm. and the hotel always forgets, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, I had no problem with that. I, she's like, I just appreciate you showed up with more time to spare than most people that come to do like a panel. Yep. She's like, you didn't show up five minutes before your panel. I'm like, no, I'm here like an hour and a half. Or one of the panel. panelists on mine who showed up a half hour after the panel started. Oh, nice. <laughs> slides right How was the, the panel? Uh, the yeah. Pa- yeah, the panel was great. The, the one what that, was the panel about? That one was about the history of horror movies on television. Okay. Or horror television. So TV shows, movies, and all of that. And it was great because the guy, he slides in, and he's a really good guy, and he's fun and all. The but, panel's in progress. He yeah. He just kind of so, slides yeah, yeah. in by He comes the table, in, right? and it's hey guys. Yeah. And it was like, oh, hey, what's going on? And I immediately throw him into the conversation, but I also, like, just kind of uh, – it didn't necessarily surprise him because it was something we'd been talking about right then. But it was like, oh, now you're here. Have some input. And fortunately, he was able to go for it. I kind of wanted to landmine him a little bit. And make Sounds sure. like you wanted to set him up for failure. A little bit. But uh, he. Uh, what are your thoughts good... on this, man, who just entered the room? <laughs> exactly. It was one of those so I could introduce him and then, yeah, kind of uh, blindside him a little bit. How but... would you compare this to what we talked about earlier in this panel that you weren't here for? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exactly. that bad, but it was still one of those where I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm moderating this panel, so I'm going to make sure and have a little fun with it. Oh yeah, man! Of course. So uh, mine, I got to interview Mick Foley, WWE legend, Hall of Famer, oh, Mankind, so cool. Cactus Jack, Dude Love, whatever you want to call him, Mick <laughs> Foley. Uh, and I got to do it in front of a live audience. That whatever, like either like they were paid for the premium or they just walked in or whatever it was. But it was a good sized room of Mick Foley fans. I started getting nervous. I'm like, I could do interviews in here at like a 
hotel room. You like, dig you know, it when there's 200 people watching you kind of thing? It's, right. It's really intimidating. It, it really is. And thank God Mick Foley is just a pro. He's super engaging, super nice. So we're having a great time. Like, I'm making him laugh up there. The crowd is eating it all up. Like, nice. I'm just feeling this. And there's this woman in the front who I thought was friends with Mick Foley. She's dressed crazy, like, like almost like a, like she's going to like one of those carnival kind of like things, all right, just yeah. big masks, all this pink and giant dress and all this stuff. And she's from Germany, and so like yeah. she's like he says something, and she's like yeah, la la la, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember my first beer, and I'm like, oh, okay, these they're friends. Oh no. Well. As we continue, like I was like, "Hey guys, we've got questions. Let's do. Let's just have it not be fun and loose. Like we're not recording this because Mick wanted to share stories that he puts on his show mm-hmm. on his spoken word tour, so he didn't want it to be out there on the internet, so that way people wouldn't come to his show. Totally. Which I was like, "That's fine. I've already interviewed you on my podcast two weeks ago. I'm not <laughs> got you know. mine. Okay. Right. So <laughs> people are just asking questions, and I'm I'm, I'm doing follow ups, and but she just keeps talking, uh, and I'm like, and I could tell the shiza. crowd. The crowd is like getting annoyed with her. Yeah, like she was asking questions, a follow up, a follow up, and a follow up to the follow up. And I'm like, how do I? How do I? I'm, She's I'm, having a conversation with him. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, is this his friend? What the hell do I do? I'm losing the room, and I'm also selfishly, I'm not having a moment. I'm like, this is not supposed to be German lady and McFoley. This is supposed to be me and McFoley. <laughs> so, anyone from America have any questions? Well, <laughs> 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 Shiza. So. Finally, she says something about how she has a workout plan, and and I hear Mick just go, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank God. So, so now you know this that they're not, not allies, friend. and then yeah. you're just like, no. yo, bitch, shut up. Well, I did a little bit more tactful uh, than that, Rev. Okay. Sorry, I've been dealing with the, the neighbor lately. So, But I, I'm like, thank God, this is not his friend. So finally, she keeps talking, and I'm like, I could tell people in the room are just getting annoyed, and I don't blame them. Like, it's... It's disrespectful oh, to like yeah. hog the questions. You put her through a table. I did. I just choke slammed her <laughs> and then did the suck it. Now I go, hey lady, I mean no disrespect, but but there are other people that want to ask questions. You've had plenty of questions asked. If you can, I'd really appreciate it if you just sit back and enjoy the rest of the conversation. How'd that go? She sat back and smiled. Cool. And I was like, that worked. And Mick kind of like gave me like a little like, nice freaking work. Yeah, on right? yeah, good lady. job, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, You're like the freak whisperer. Right. <laughs> and dude, good place to be, man. There was a few people that looked at me and just kind of went, like, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. And, and after that, it was awesome, dude. Great times. He shared some incredible stories. We had a lot of laughs. Ended, he's like, dude, that was awesome. You did a great job hosting this. Nice. Doesn't it feel good when they say that afterwards? Yes. Like, he was my buddy. As we're walking out, who sees us immediately with a camera? The camera, that, that German woman. And then she goes, yeah, blah, 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 blah. What an incredible host you had for this, this panel, Mick. He was nice. great. And I'm like, I shut her down. And she and was she still. She didn't hate me. It was respect. Oh, it was that's respect. cool. You exerted dominance. That's I did. right, dude. You had the alpha German up. women like that. <laughs> You are not the alpha female. Nine. Niet. No, that's Russian. Shoot. Schnell. No, that's American. Schnitzel. That, I think, is German. Yeah. Pretzel. Schnell, I think, means go. Uh, yeah, or now. And Scheisse, heard... I don't think you have to bleep. Uh, well, we'll just continue on without worrying about it. Figure's uh... the only German I know. I know, so, I know Herr Korloin is captain. <laughs> Eric Corloin. Eric Corloin. Um, Because I've seen the movie Das Boot uh, like a hundred times, man. 
It's an incredible film. It is, actually. So I have a question. Uh-oh. Uh, it's nothing bad. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, it just popped in my head. So my buddies, Cooper and Cole, they uh, have been training with me in the world of wrestling. And oh, yeah. their character is that they're, they're finally going to have their big debut at 3 to one Battle next Friday. Not nice. this Friday, but the Friday after. Of course, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. What the hell, man? I know, dude. It's killing me. But it's my wife's birthday weekend. We're going oh, God, to some okay, <laughs> I don't get to say this very often, but I think Steve's actually busier than I am. So I, think he, I think he has more going on. Welcome to the month of May. Dude. So I'm not going to be there because... Dude, Tawny's going to leave you if you don't slow down, Steve. <laughs> Tawny, stay with me. But I love you. So, of course, the one time that they're actually going to be there uh, doing their thing is the one time where I absolutely cannot make it because I'm leaving town with my wife to go party on a lake with our friends and nice. celebrate our birthday. It's Forward be slash awesome. bury a body. Quite well. possibly. Well, now we got to get a big floaty. I'm trying to find a good floaty. I want the, the poop emoji of float, floaty. Oh. Do they make one? Yes. That's incredible. Uh, Sid's <laughs> leaning more towards a pizza one. Yeah, you want yeah, the I like emoji. the pizza one. <laughs> Which I on the pizza one, man. I mentioned one of the guys at wrestling uh, the other day and they thought I said penis. And they thought my wife wanted a big Giant penis floaty. Penis. Oh man! And I'm like, no. If that you knew would be my wife, hilarious. you would think this is even more ridiculous. Emphasis on one part of that word, ridiculous. But then we started thinking, how great would it be if I accidentally purchased the wrong one? And I was like, babe, I called and ordered a pizza one, and they sent me a penis one. I just want photos of her with a big smile floating on like a seven-foot inflatable dong. I'm sorry. You know? I'm sorry. But the poop one is outstanding. The poop one is pretty amazing. 59-inch for 20 bucks at Walmart. Worth it. Oh, yeah. that's where we should go. Walmart. Yeah, go to Walmart. Actually, Apparently, yeah. they have the, all the emojis. I yep. think the little unicorn one would be pretty <laughs> happening, too. The, or the gold swan. I the gold, see the gold, I've, gold seen, awesome. I've seen the swan one, too. Is there a giant penis inflatable? Um, let me uh, Be careful as you Google search inflatable penis. <laughs> You're going to get mixed it, results. Uh, it was auto-filling. I started uh, typing in inflatable, and it started with inflammation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, inflatable. No, that's not it. Oh no, these. Oh well. Mm, no, there's a beach body one. Told you, man. Sorry, Captain. Let's see. Captain. Let's see him. Eckerpay. Captain Pecker. Captain Pecker. That is a big. Well, I mean, it's is it a big a inflatable? Six, six. Oh come on, you stupid thing! I don't want Amazon to, Prime's like buy it. Amazon's now. like pick a charity. I was like, no, I'm looking at inflatable penises. Oh gosh, that's incredible. The it's, image on the box is hilarious. It's she's riding it like a bronco. Yeah, she's riding it like, a, like maybe like a witch would fly on a broomstick. Oh, except a, it's a, a giant inflatable. And it's called Captain Pecker, the party wrecker. Remember that, so you can be like, "Honey, I swear to God, I didn't do this on purpose. I know I, your, I know your family's here. Tell them it's a very." Happy snail. Now, it doesn't say that it counts <laughs> as a flotation device. Oh. For novelty use only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might sink. How do you blow this up? How do you blow up Captain Pecker, the six-foot-tall inflatable penis? You use your mouth. You have to use the penis pump. <laughs> <laughs> you pump from your own dog and transfer the energy to that dong. <laughs> so anyways, they're, uh, they're a new tag team. <laughs> going back to tag yeah, teams whoa, whoa. and we're not worried about inflatable whoa, penises man we really derailed there okay I love it. I love it. so your two buddies they, uh debut match next friday the 18th or whatever that right. night is it is the 18th yes okay uh and they're gonna be in the very first match so if you are going please show them support uh they're they're a bad they're bad guys though they're in, in yeah, a lot of tag heels. Teams. yes and they are cops 
So their tag team name is the Bad Cops, and they're going to come out to the Bad Boys theme. Nice. But I thought, and, and Glenn, could you do a good Jamaican reggae singer voice? Yeah, man, I could try and do it. Yeah, do you, you know, know, you guys know. Jobless. The, so there's the, the Bad Boys theme. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me Do you it's think like, we could change that to, could you sing it as bad cops, bad cops? Probably. Uh, see if there's a karaoke version okay. out there. If yeah. there's a karaoke version, I could whip it up for him. So, so let's see, wait, they, you got the part that goes, I think it starts off with bad cops. Let's see. What you gonna do when I can imitate that voice. Okay. Let's I don't see. know. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to try it anymore here on the cast. But if there's a karaoke version, I bet I could whip something up for him. Oh, that'd be awesome, dude. Seriously. Right. Oh. Found it. Oh, I got one too. Oh. Oh, they're all in different keys. Yeah, so I'll use the karaoke version. And- I'll find a better version. Yeah. But I think that'd be pretty awesome I to surprise them with like a bad, bad cops. What you gonna do? You don't have to do like the verses. What you go? What you go? Yeah. Yeah. Bad yeah. cops. Bad cops. What you gonna do? Sure. I think they'd be really pumped about that. Oh, yeah, they would love yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I bet I can make that happen. Yeah. Sure, man. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it's weird to this day when I hear that song, I, I just picture trailer parks. <laughs> you know? I, I, I picture Lakewood. Yes. Oh, my God. It was always unincorporated Pierce yeah. County. Oh, and I was in Lakewood. And I was always afraid I'd see my uncles on it. Dude, how about this? Always. So, so the guy who created Cops, the show, I guess, or one of the producers was a former cop, which makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah, makes sense. Well, of course, the guy's made a ridiculous amount of money because of this one show. One would think. And so he owns like a, an insane home in Vegas. And apparently every year, back before they had an NHL team, a bu- he would invite a bunch of cops to come party with him and they would go to an exhibition game for like the LA Kings or something like because he's cool. a big hockey fan. So I knew some dudes that worked for the Lakewood Police Department and they were always invited. I was like, why do you always get the invite? He goes, because we've given him so much great content. Yeah, yeah. we've given him a ton of content. Yeah. Right. So you get up to like Roy and Yelm yeah. and Spanaway <laughs> and Midland and all of that. Yeah, it's it's Mad Max out there, man. Yeah, it really legitimately is. So yeah, he's just crushing it, and then just takes care of the Lakewood cops. That is because so look, amazing. hey guys, I could tell from this previous season that your year really sucked. Why don't you so, come down yeah, to yeah. Vegas? You guys need this more than I do. Come on down. Yeah, I saw that episode, Stephen, where you were slapped in the face by the topless heavyset woman with a frying pan six times, trying to get her to stop putting her cat in the microwave. I saw that episode. Come on down to Vegas. <laughs> I heard you got a concussion from her. Yeah, one of the ones that will always just steer into my brain, and I don't even think it was out of a local one, but it was a truck driver who got pulled. He wasn't even pulled over. He was at the truck stop hanging out, apparently maybe causing some issues or something was going on inside his uh, his cab. Uh, they ask him to come out. He comes out in a leopard print, like like bikini, like low cut. like It looked like a Borat thong on this guy. Guy. Very nice. And it's like, are you, wearing his tennis shoes in this leopard print is like, are you okay, man? He's like, yeah, man, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. What's the boys need? <laughs> and it was totally Gosh. that. I'm just like, I love that show so much. You know who's a huge fan of uh, Can't cops? Crystal Meth in there? What makes you think that? <laughs> 
is Craig Gass. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me know, in the slightest. I wonder if we could get him on the phone. That'd be fun. Because he's like, there have been times where I've called him up. I'm like, hey, man, what you doing? He's like, watching cops. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he's upgraded to live PD, which is it, it's it's quote unquote live because they just have a bunch of places all over, like a big television screen. Try call, yeah, him. Yeah. call him from the hotline. I bet he has that number programmed into his phone. If anything. <laughs> yeah, he does. Let's see yeah, I mean, every there. time I talk, or he's like, I'm watching uh, campus security. <laughs> oh, that one's really good. Yeah. That exists? Yeah, there's the one Campus that's- PD, which is just them trying to uh, basically get minors in possession and uh, yeah. dealing with drunk people. <laughs> that's all it Sounds is. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that exists. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Let's hope he answers. Come on, Craig. I mean, what is he? What else is he doing at eleven twenty in the morning? If he says he's watching cops. I will fall out of this chair laughing. <laughs> I, I, gosh, I hope. I hope he's not going to answer. Yeah, he'll answer. <laughs> All right, maybe he won't answer. I, I used I used the line that he is familiar with. Okay, so he should know the line. It's the one that he calls whenever he wants to put input on the main show. Hey there, you've reached 646. Oh, hey, oh. sorry about that. We won't Damn be leaving it. a message. I'll just text him. <laughs> yeah, text him hey, and tell him we're going to call him again. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they've upgraded now. It's live PD where they're doing it all live and they're cutting to different things that are going on. Oh, they live stream it? Yeah, it's it's on that television. That seems a bit risky because they might have, you know. Yeah, and I think that's part of the fun. A lot of them are some, a lot of chases that are going on live. And I, I mean, that's something that I'll just watch on YouTube too. It's just the police chase, the L.A. police chases. I like the uh, it's it like was GTA, kind of popular for a minute, but the um, it was the Russian dash cam footage. Oh yeah, because there's so many crazy accidents and like people will throw themselves onto cars to try and get insurance yeah. money. So like half, you know, over half the drivers are there. Like, dude, I'm getting a dash cam. And you'll see funny stuff where, like, a car's at an intersection, a guy's walking, and then he just throws himself on the hood of the car. Well, I saw, I saw <laughs> I one I saw one in China, and it was this old woman who would, like, would, like, lay in front of this car. The car was, like, the car was, like, the driver was not buying it, so he'd back up a little bit. So she'd get up, slam her hands on his, on his, uh... And then lay back down. And then lay back down. Yeah, <laughs> slam it on the hood, and then lay back down. She followed him down, like, three blocks while he was trying to back out. Oh, my God. Because he couldn't get... There was oh no side... There was gosh. no side street that he could get out of. He was just stuck in, like, essentially this alleyway. It's like a real-life version of the Trailer Park Boys. Well, yeah. and some of those accidents try again. are just insane, man. <laughs> like, crazy accidents. Like... Yeah, I just love when the cameraman's trying to keep up with the cops, <laughs> and you just hear him breathing heavy. <laughs> All right, this will be our last attempt. Uh oh, let's see if I did it correctly. Come on, ah, there we go. I'm sorry, you have reached a person who is watching cops. You're like, of all things, you're calling me about. <laughs> This is the thing you need to speak to me about is cops. Yeah, I just seen him. I saw him with a picture with Jericho, Chris Jericho. Yeah, he did a podcast with him. It's actually a really good episode on Talk is to Jericho with Craig Gass, who's going to be on his rockin' Rager oh, cruise. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's going to answer. No. Hey there. Hi. Jerk. Bye. Screw you, Craig oh, well. Gass. We should just edit all that out. <laughs> We won't. We could. No. <laughs> but people suffer through it. <laughs> yeah.
What are you listening to? I'm listening to a phone ring for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> I'm listening to three idiots call a guy multiple times to talk about be, cops. I'm just going to add the three-hour edit where it's just the, the the phone ringing for about two and a half hours. <laughs> that would be funny. They're like, damn, they did a four-hour podcast. And it's We're still trying to call Craig Gass, man. I don't know what's going what's on. What's bad is how many... He says, call back. How oh. many diehards would sit through that <laughs> to know. see if anything funny was going to happen? That's the yes. best troll yeah. ever. I love that he's like, call back. <laughs> Good things come in threes. <laughs> Did I do this correctly for the third time? We'll see. Oh, my God. All right. Oh. oh. We'll see. Hello. Craig Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yay. Yeah. Craig, you're here with uh, the Rev, myself, and Glenn Cannon. What's and up? <laughs> we're recording for a podcast, so don't swear. I don't want to do work. Oh, you actually bleep out the curse words? Yeah. Company makes us. Okay, it, no problem. All right, no cursing. <laughs> yeah, you, you can see the invisible foot of the FCC planted squarely on Rev's prostate, even mm -hmm. as we speak. It happens. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was something that Rev paid for, but all right. Well, I mean, uh, in my off time, yes. Craig, the reason why we're what calling... What is the hot topic? Here's the thing. <laughs> of all the things we're going to bother you about, this is the thing that we wanted to bother you about. I don't know if any other radio shows have done this to you before, but uh, we were just having a, a pretty extensive conversation about the television show Cops. And I'm like, you know who loves the show Cops? <laughs> to the point where I've called them multiple times, and I'm like, hey, man, what are you up to? And you're like, I'm watching Cops. It's Craig Gass. You know what? In fact, I got pulled over by the cops two nights ago, and I talked to them for an hour about how much I love the TV show Cops. <laughs> Did it get you out of the ticket? Uh, it was just a, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was, everything was fine. It was just, uh, <laughs> I was actually walking through a nice neighborhood at two o'clock in the morning trying to catch up to my uh, 10,000 steps. I've been walking 10,000 steps a day. <laughs> And I look suspicious because uh, <laughs> you were dragging uh, a um, dead prostitute or something. <laughs> I, I was kind in of a, a really nice flag. neighborhood, and I was in a really nice neighborhood in Connecticut, wearing a Seattle Thunderbirds jersey and a Mariners hat. It just—I look completely that's suspicious. <laughs> that is really suspicious. That is really, really suspicious. It sounds sketch. So it, it ended up being two uh, police vehicles came over to talk to me, and we ended up talking and laughing about the TV show Cops for an hour. Oh, so, nice. So, uh, what are some so of your robberies if there are any robberies that night in connecticut it was because the cops were all talking to me and laughing <laughs> when i'm picturing the people looking out the window like oh my god the cops are friends with the weird sketchy guy they're in yeah. on it oh yeah they're in on it <laughs> they're and all t-birds fans for the thunderbirds yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, a Thunderbird well, yeah man i gotta tell you though cops is my favorite show i don't know what angle you've taken on this topic but the main reason i love the tv show cops is because i am obsessed with watching people lie. I love watching people. Oh. Uh, a good uh, dateline investigation, a good 60 minutes investigation where they catch a perpetrator. But cops is in real time, you catch someone right as they've been, right as they've done an illegal act and the look on their face as they scramble to say, oh, man, like, look, that is the best entertainment to me. Is that the angle you've been taking? Like, what have you guys been discussing well, about cops? I mentioned how I have a couple of buddies that work for the Lakewood Police Department, and every year they get flown to Vegas where the main producer, one of the guys from Cops, has like a ridiculous mansion. And the reason why he always takes care of the guys from Lakewood is because they've given him so much great content for his television show. <laughs> 
by the way, I know you guys have seen it before. There's been more than one episode of Cops that featured a KISW t-shirt. <laughs> I have seen one. I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. yeah oh there's, man. There's been there's been I've seen two episodes of Pop where a KISW t shirt was being worn by the perpetrator. It's we need awesome. to get a screen capture of that. Oh yeah. dude. Yeah, as as a cops historian, I can tell you I can confirm that that is true. I've seen other radio but, stations yeah. in other markets too, like some like top forty station from like Philadelphia, and I'm just like, that's so awesome! What great product placement! Well, this is, <laughs> it's like a weird you've made it moment. I can remember this. This is a couple months ago now, maybe six months ago, but there was a huge store, like a storage facility place that was broken into and robbed. They had the perpetrators on camera. And both these guys were rocking window pane t-shirts. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. Tony and I were like, All right, so do we share this on social I, media I, or not? <laughs> can I tell you my favorite episode of Cops? So awesome. Please yes. do. Yeah. Okay. My favorite episode of Cops, um, I can sadly point to this as probably a highlight of my entire life. Um, because <laughs> it, it's the hardest, it's the hardest I've ever laughed. And... Uh, there's a very specific distinction about how hard I laughed when I was watching this episode. So the episode opens with this uh, police officer saying, okay, so we are responding to a domestic that apparently took place uh, in this field up over here. So a couple can't even afford a house to fight in. They're fighting in a a field. (laughs) So cop gets out of the car, gets flashlight out up ahead in the field. You see a middle-aged black couple. The woman turns around, her mouth is covered in blood. Her bottom row of teeth are missing. Her top row of teeth are broken. Uh, this guy just assaulted her. And the cop walks up and says, hey, what's going on over here? And the woman turns around and starts telling exactly what's going on. When the guy, the perpetrator, jumps into the frame and actually says, you better tell him the truth. I will knock you out. You better tell him the truth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. On camera, and the cop flips out and goes, whoa, 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 miss, all right, here, you, you sit on the hood of my car. And then he turns his attention to the perpetrator, puts the flashlight on him and goes, all right, sir, you're so eager to tell me your side of the story. What's going on? And the guy goes, look, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie, okay? Because I push her. Yeah, I push her. So what? I push her. But then she, um, she, she, she assaulted me. And the cop goes, she assaulted you? And the guy goes, she assaulted me. And the cop goes, with what? And the perpetrator says, her face? And I farted. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I am telling you, if you have, you have not laughed until you've laughed so hard that all your muscles loosen up and a fart comes out of your body. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. That was single... Best laugh. Um, if you don't mind, I'd also like to tell you my yes. second, my runner-up for the favorite episode. Please do. Uh, second favorite episode took place in Indianapolis, and every time I'm in Indianapolis, I've actually put out an APB for this guy when I do radio appearances because I really do want to meet this guy. <laughs> um, it was based in Indianapolis, and it was a robbery that took place in a strip mall, and they pulled up behind the strip mall, and there's a guy – Best way I can describe him is like um, old school Randy Johnson. You know, Randy's six foot ten, and he used to just be a really lanky. Like he kind of Randy kind of filled out a little more, 
And he almost looked like a normal, like, shape guy if you weren't standing next to him when you see him on the mound, you know? But when Randy first started in baseball, he was really kind of skinnier, you know? Yeah. This guy is really tall. He's a white guy. He's got to be at least 6'6", and he's maybe maybe 200 pounds. He's just really, like, uh, just awkward frame, really skinny dude, really tall. And he's crying on the sidewalk when they pull up behind the strip mall. And they go, sir, are you the one who called about the robbery? And the guy's crying, and he says, yeah, that was me. And they go, all right, sir, just, just tell us what happened. And he said, I was locking up my shop, and uh, this gentleman walked up to me, and he said, and forgive my language, but he said, give me your goddamn money. And I said, sir, I don't want no problem from you. And, uh, and then that gentleman over there grabbed me from behind, and they panned over. There is a guy laying in the parking lot. You know those concrete slabs that you bump your tires against when yes. you're in a, in a parking lot? Yes. He is laying in between two of them. At limp in a pool of blood. Oh my God! And, Jesus. And oh the, no! The, the, the skinny white guy goes. That gentleman grabbed me from behind, and um, I, I'm a fifth degree black belt. And uh, as soon as he touched me, <laughs> he starts crying. They go, "Sir, are you okay?" And he goes, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm gonna need some new shoes." They pan down to his sneakers, and every time he shifts his body weight from the left to the right foot, his sneakers are so saturated in blood, they're oh my squishing God. blood out oh of my God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. And they go, they go, sir, you know, just tell us what happened. And he said, basically, I kicked the crap out of him, and I feel bad. And it was the most – I remember – I remember sitting on the edge of the bed with the girl that I was dating at the time. I had a glass of chocolate milk. I remember going, babe, are you watching this? And she goes, I'm reading. And I was like, oh, bitch. like, you got to watch it. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I want to see a spinoff of that guy just being dropped into neighborhoods and just kicking the crap out of people and, and, and feeling terrible about it. The thing that I love about him is that he's a good person, but if you touch him, he'll kill you. He will, he'll hospitalize you. He, he will absolutely hospitalize you, and he'll feel terrible about he'll it. He'll send you flowers <laughs> afterwards, at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's a good enough guy that he has a conscience about, like, why did you make me kick the crap out of you? I had to defend myself. Like, he's oh, a remorseful yeah. vigilante. Dude, I'm telling you, yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's, there's, incredible. There's so many great moments on Cops, and it's just the fact, the, the, the psychological thing of wanting to lie. Um, I... Uh, there's, I'm sorry, but I got to mention one more. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, a, a notable, a notable mention is the episode that's fairly recent. It's in the last ten or fifteen years where the cops are responding to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's recent for me but, too, dude. Uh, it's day before yesterday. Right, the, I'm with the, it. The, the cops are responding to a break-in, and uh, they go and they see the broken window on the side of the house. So they're going around the house, knocking on doors. Nobody's answering. So they finally, they have to break a window to open the front door and they come in and they're searching the whole house and uh, they walk into the bathroom and they open 
on camera, they open the shower door, and there's a Mexican guy <laughs> standing in the shower wearing, and this is creepy, he's wearing the underwear of the little girl that lives in the house. Oh! Yeah. And when they open the door to the shower, the Mexican guy, all of a sudden, like he's been teleported there, he just looks <laughs> up like, what the hell? How did, what, where am I? What, how did I? <laughs> like he looks around. Like he's on an episode of Star Trek and just goes, how did I end up here? What, whose underwear is this? this and is so he acts like, he acts like somebody teleported him into that shower. And then there's another funny move at the end of that uh, segment where the cops bring the guy out wearing this girl's underwear. <laughs> they, bring him out, they, they bring him out in the front lawn. Several other cops are responding and the cops who responded, who, who answered the call, are explaining to the other cops what's going on. Somebody makes a joke that makes all the cops laugh. And they all start laughing. And the Mexican guy wearing the little girl's underwear starts laughing with them and slaps one of them on the back and starts walking away like, ah, oh, you guys, I'm out of here. And they go, hey, wait, get back here. <laughs> he, he tried to do this casual move of like, man, you guys are silly. I'm going home. I'll see you later. And he just starts walking away. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's so funny, yeah, man. Um, have you guys been discussing your favorite episodes? Is there any highlights that have come up? Uh, honestly, we just started just talking about the show, and I'm like, you know who has the stories? It's Craig Gass. Yeah, it was a broad spectrum <laughs> analysis of the whole thing, and then suddenly we were dialing your phone repeatedly, dude. How how does the topic come up? Like, what was it that what my, was the uh, reason my, that it came up? My buddies are uh, going to be making their debut in the world of wrestling, and their tag team they're called the Bad Cops. So I'm like, oh, we, we should uh, Glenn, who can sing great. I was like, could you re redo the song instead of Bad Boys? Have it say Bad Cops for their entrance music. And so once we got that. down that road, then all of a sudden we started talking about cops. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the, the train comes off the rails pretty quickly around here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what, what amazes me is how often people who are doing illegal things are also just really, really stupid. And uh, uh, I've had moments in my life where I've been that person, but uh, it's just it's funny to watch. There's more than one episode where uh, someone flags down a cop to say, hey, I tried to buy cocaine, and this is what they told me. This that is guy not ripped cocaine. me off, man. I've got flour. Yeah. He's got my 60 yeah. bucks, oh. man. And then, and then uh, an honorable mention, by the way, is the episode where the woman says, um, you know, this woman tried to sell me drugs, and this isn't drugs. This is, you know, this is like salt or something. And they go to this woman's house. This, this might be the single greatest line in the history of cops is this older black woman is sitting on the front lawn when the cops approach her and say, hey, this woman says you tried to sell her drugs. She gets upset and she goes, you accusing me of selling drugs? That's my son. Okay, this is my son right here in the front yard. And you accusing me of selling drugs? I don't sell drugs. Now, everybody in this neighborhood knows that I'm a hoe. I am a hoe. Everybody knows that, but I don't sell drugs. And I was, and it's, yeah. Oh, my God. He says that, and in, in, this is my son, but everybody knows I'm a hoe. That's, yeah. Oh. Man, you just got to yeah. imagine, like, I wish you could round these people up and, and make them take an IQ test. Yeah. Just so we could see where these people are falling. You know what I mean? That or put them all in a room and have them do I'm, a podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny, because you're saying you should round all these people up, and I'm realizing right now I need to round up every podcast that has a topic of cops so I can be an interesting guest uh, yes. that I can call in. Dude, you're like the pod. Yeah, every show. You're the cops aficionado, the man. Cops cast. Yeah.
I really am. I'm just, this is, you hit me right where I live by talking about cops. <laughs> I'm for analysis by Craig Gass. Well, dude, like I said, there have been multiple times where I've called you back or you, I've called you just out of the blue. I'm like, hey, man, what are you up to? And you're like, well, I'm in the hotel watching cops. <laughs> that yeah, are campus I, police. I would, um, yeah, there's been times when I've, uh, um, I will watch cops in the green room of the comedy club on Saturday night. Now it's, uh, cops is on cable, it's on FX. And I haven't been catching as many oh, episodes. Oh, that's where it is. Uh, yeah, I haven't been catching as many episodes lately. Um, uh, it might actually be a different network than FX, but there has been just reality TV of people being caught doing dumb stuff. Is There's just nothing better. And I'm, I'm obsessed with watching people lie. So, yeah. This is awesome, dude. Uh, when are you coming back to town? Um, I'm probably going to hang out. Um, I think I'm going to come back for Seahawks training camp to film some funny stuff with the players. Nice. And then, um, and then I'm hanging out with, uh, uh, your boy, Chris Jericho, um, in October on his wrestling crew. Nice. I saw that. And also, dude, I, I meant to text you to your episode with him the last time you were on. I know you've been on a couple of times, but the last time you were on with Jericho was just freaking hilarious. It was a great episode. It was a great hang. And we actually taped it in Seattle. Um, when I was out there, uh, just a, a few weeks ago when he performed, yeah. when I was texting you to say, if you want to come see him perform live, yeah, with, and he, uh, he, with came, he was on our show that morning and I drove him. That's right. So he was still, uh, he had a few drinks in him from the night before and you could tell he was still kind <laughs> of, he tried to be on his best behavior. And then as the, we had him on all morning and he just slowly like loosened up the guard and, and you started noticing that he was a little bit more inebriated than probably from the night before than he wanted us to know, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Cause I guess he admitted it on stage. He's like, Hey, who heard me on BJ and Miggs? And he's like, yeah, I don't, I was pretty drunk from the night before still with those guys. And I drove him back to the, uh, the tour bus. And he mentioned how he was going to meet up with you at some point to do a podcast. You know, uh, I, I'm curious when you're seeing that unfold in the studio, because I know that you specifically have been legendary for getting people to say things that have made national news. <laughs> when you see that he's getting a little tipsy, does your brain start spinning about like, I wonder what I can get him to talk about right now? Uh, not with Jericho. Cause I mean, he was already just saying whatever the hell he wanted to say. He was so open and, and there was nothing I could really think of that would like lead him down a road of wanting to say anything inappropriate. So it was more just, Let's just let him say whatever he wants. I just thought the best part yeah. about all of it was his assistant or his manager is the the son of the drummer of ACDC, Chris Slade. Whoa, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, his manager in Atlanta, that dude, that uh, that's the, the, the son of the drummer. I, well, whoever I it was that. he was with when he came with Fozzie, he was a skinny, shorter guy uh, with an English accent. But yeah, that's his, uh, that's his dad. Yeah. Wow, small world. Well, uh, enjoy the conversation about cops, man. That is my. There's nothing better. Yes. I mean, listen, it, it's somebody. You know, somebody had the the genius to realize that whenever we're driving down the road and we see a bunch of cops on the side of the road talking to somebody, we all want to know what's going on. We all slow down. Yep. We all slow down and we all want to stare. And somebody had the genius to say, "Let's put everything that happens with cops on TV." The first. Few seasons were awesome because they were just violating people's civil civil rights right on camera. Oh yeah, and, uh, and and they were just they were just punching people, throwing Let's them. Let's tase like, that woman. <laughs> yeah, they were they were just beating the crap out of people and and just putting up great defenses for these people who are 
uh, you know, the, not once do you hear the Miranda rights being read. <laughs> They're just slapping people and calling them names. It was awesome the first few seasons <laughs> until they kind of uh, started to show a little more patience in the in the seasons after that. Until the lawsuit started coming yeah, from the criminals. Probably got a little bit of heat. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are profiling. Can I, use, can I use this conversation as my first episode of my first podcast called Craig Loves Cops? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you should do a podcast just about cops. I bet there would be a great audience for that. Yeah, well, I mean, it'll be you three, four guys, and then me. I guess it. well, oh, that's the official know, we'll cop cast. So. <laughs> I'm in. Gas I'm in. Gas. All, All right, right, my man. man. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a live episode on my uh, uh, Periscope right now of guess how much my residual checks are, and I will talk. <laughs> <to you. laughs> awesome, my man. All right, buddy. I'll see you soon. Take care. Later. That was, that awesome. was amazing. Nice. I told you, the man knows his cops. <laughs> I was trying to find a clip online of any of like the things he was talking about. I was having a hard time, but I found one that's shorter, and it's just lying. My weed is flying from the cops TV show. So I'm just curious. It's a guy. He gets pulled over by the cops. They're holding a taser at him, and he's wearing his helmet backwards. <laughs> no, sure, okay. <laughs> all right, cool. get on the ground. What happened? All the way in your stomach. All the way on your stomach. What happened? That was about as not smooth as it gets. Bad cops, bad The individual cop. was on his bicycle, and he kept circling in the parking lot, an area <laughs> notorious for, for drug sales. Sure enough, as soon as he thought I was out of sight, he goes to pedal down the street. Well, once he pedals down the street, we've gone above suspicion, and now we've got probable cause. He, he was very, very nervous. He was visibly nervous. You could tell that... He didn't like the presence of police. Do you have any weapons on you? No. A little bit of a hesitant right there. You, you sure you don't have a weapon? Okay. For your, your, your safety, my safety. You mind if I pat you down real quick? Make sure you don't have a weapon. Yeah, I mean, no, I really, I'm really going to the house. Well, I go to check his information. I get his information. A lot of stuff's not adding up. And I, I could smell raw marijuana on him. I mean, it was raw. Really, raw marijuana? What, instead of cooked marijuana? <laughs> what is raw marijuana? It's in the same, same packets when you get that sugar in the raw. Oh, same kind of package. Uh, I was going to say, oh, maybe yeah. uh, maybe when you go and check out uh, the guys at, uh, at Mary Mart before the show, you ask can ask for raw yeah. marijuana. Yeah, you want raw. raw. You, don't, you don't want shake. You I want like raw. raw marijuana, yeah. please. I believe that's also gluten-free marijuana. <laughs> that's right, man. That's right painfully obvious and I, I can see that he's got this pouch that just seems out of place sticking out of his back pocket as a safety measure i like to bring all of my subjects while i'm in my car i want them in front of my car where they're in my line of sight and also where the dash can can see them and he uh to to my amazement he uh he i watch him he pulls out the pouch in question but then he he, he kind of goes down and then he comes back <laughs> up and he just so he, <laughs> You can get a picture of this video. Dude just kind of bends down in front of the cop car. You see him pull out what looks like a half ounce of weed, <laughs> and then he chucks it about he twelve feet across it. the road. It's not here anymore. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> he just throws it. It's man. already gone, guys. Don't worry about it. It's at night, but there's lights everywhere. You can see the thing flying. <laughs> just the most obvious and blatant throw that you could imagine, <laughs> and chunks it across the street. So <laughs> then I had to get back out of the car, and we had to change it up a little bit. Get on the ground. Yep. Get oh, on the ground. Pissed. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Oh. All the way on your stomach. What All the way I, on your stomach. What did I do? What happened? That was about as not smooth as it gets. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. Oh. 
Both of them now. What happened? <laughs> this is right up there with Craig talking about how they lie. Yeah. When yeah. someone's getting arrested. What happened? What happened? <laughs> what, happened? <laughs> what are you talking about, sir? What? Nothing's changed. He'd have been better off to lean forward and chuck it under the car, actually. Right. Like, what was he thinking? <sighs> Clearly, he wasn't been thinking. more obvious, my man. I, Come on now. I've been in the game too long. I didn't do nothing. You didn't do nothing? <laughs> you didn't take that pouch out of your pocket and throw it over there into the grass? Right in front of me? He he denied it and denied it and denied it until well, sure. he just couldn't deny it anymore. And we go across the street and there's that pouch. <laughs> and sure enough, in that pouch is is a decent sack of raw marijuana. <laughs> raw, raw marijuana! marijuana. We what the hell? Who calls it raw marijuana? This guy, he's been in the game a long time. Yeah, right. See, you can you tell by his vernacular. square. Yeah. <laughs> Because if he had a ride-along, they wouldn't have noticed that. Or a rookie cop. Rookie cop would have never seen this giant chunk of weed, raw marijuana. Raw marijuana, raw, dude. Raw. raw. Not processed. He was out of options and sadly had to own up to it. This fine gentleman here likes to uh, insult my intelligence. Oh, look, it's exactly what I thought it would be. That ain't mine, man. It's over there in the woods, man. <laughs> it's over there in the woods, huh? Red After woods you threw weed. it directly in front of me. <laughs> I couldn't tell, and I felt like there was more on him. And I, I, I informed him, you know, hey, you go inside the Sally Port with this, that's a felony charge. And that changes the game completely, and that's going to be solely upon you. Much like a, a scorned child, he, he lowered his head, and yeah, it's, it's, it's in my sock, it's in my shoe. So, uh, luckily for him. He Do you think he's going to say raw marijuana one more time? <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Every but time he probably. says raw marijuana, you got to drink. We've got uh, <laughs> about 30 here. seconds left on this clip. Then yes. I'm saying yes. One more time, yeah. You think one more. Yeah. I'm okay. hoping. I, I He's agree. been in the game a long time. <laughs> With this raw marijuana. He didn't catch a felony charge, and he uh, had a reckoning that he needed to go ahead and just hand off whatever contraband he had and deal with what he needed to deal with. I, honesty goes a long way with me. Uh, as I've stated a thousand times before, um, in this profession, you're, you're constantly, you're, there's a barrage of lying. 15 seconds. And if you can be honest with me, I, I can work with you. A lot of people make mistakes out here. I still have a job to do. You ain't going to work with you with a half ounce of long. marijuana? Yeah, raw marijuana. Yeah, you're not going to work with him on that. No, no, he's in trouble. But yeah. There, people lose sight of the fact that we're human, and I try to keep a very human aspect to it. Oh, I was hoping the guy was going to claim that his weed flew. I'm pretty disappointed. Stop making flies. See, look, it flies itself. And he's like, I'm going to treat you well. As he points a taser at the guy's head. Get on the ground! Get, Get on, on the ground! This guy is well, so stoned. Because he, he lied, man. Yeah. He's so stoned. All you have to do is say, hey, man, just sit on the ground. He would have with his backwards helmet. <laughs> it would be great if you just tased the hell out of him. <laughs> Where? I want more of your raw marijuana. <laughs> awesome. I only got processed weed. Damn. Right. <laughs> Why don't we do some voicemails before we get on out of oh, here? I did text you guys. Uh, oh, that's right. I saw the pictures. I, I, the text I saw you guys. the pictures. So, so, should I put that on the... Tony and I had a long debate. Like, do we share that on the web or is it not cool? It's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you guys did it. You I were, think it's you hilarious. Didn't, you didn't inspire them. You don't have a song that says go into storage There's centers video and footage, stuff. too. There's video footage. But yeah. that's one of those things like... Are they both wearing window panes? Yeah, man. Both the cats are wearing window panes. Do you recognize these guys? No. Oh my god! And, and if I did, I'm not sure I'd want an out. I wouldn't want an out to fan, dude. What like, if it was you and Tony? You're just like pretending it's not. Well, you know, it's it's a, it, that's easier than holding a pancake breakfast, and we do need revenue. Um, but no, and it was one of those things too. Like we talked about it at length. We're like, man, you know, the thing is, if those cats bought those teas, we've probably met them, shaken yep. hands with them, probably bought them a drink. Yeah, they're I bet probably they, great guys when they're yeah. not stealing out of storage units. I bet they've been to multiple shows. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guaranteed. And then I sent you guys another picture of uh, support your band 
Uh, that was uh, when oh, we, with the Cumberland Police. Yeah, that that was uh, the first show we did when we were back east. We all got really hammered. I think it's okay to share this story. We just can't put the pictures on the internet. Yeah. But the the guy that flew us back, the promoter for the whole event, um, amazing guy whose name I won't say. Uh-oh. Um is also a city cop, and we all got awesome. hammered. And he was like, man, I'll run you guys home in the cruiser. So yeah! we're, we're all staying at my parents' house, and you got to imagine, it's like 2.33 in the morning, and this this you know this cop car comes pulling in behind my parents' house, and my dad walks out like, what the hell what is going on? What did you do now? Not again, Glenn, and we, right? we all fall out of the car just <laughs> hammered, and, and you know, and my dad's cracking up, and there was a whole, there's a, there's like 20 photos from that. That's uh, awesome. Sir, uh, day, we have an MIP. Uh, we're bringing uh, your son dude. home. Yeah. He was smoking some of that raw marijuana. <laughs> yeah, the raw, yeah, the raw stuff. But yeah, yeah, he uh, he reached out to me the next day. He's like, hey, man, do me a favor. Don't post the pictures. Don't post pictures. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, but the one of Chris in the back with a big frown on his face is amazing. He's like, he's like yeah, man, uh, maybe maybe don't put those up on the web. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, sorry. That's awesome. All right, let's check out our first voicemail, 253-271-4787, and uh, let's see what kind of voicemail we got. Hey, Megs, what's up? This is Stevie, the Packers so fan. What's up, Brad? Hi. Hey. Oh, it's good to see Stevie over at the show. Nice. He was over at uh, the Big Save the Seven show. Nice. Awesome. Yes. And I just want to say uh, Sunday night was a great time. Cool. Oh. I actually enjoyed Superfecto finally for the first time. I've yeah. seen him before. I just never cared and wasn't a day on them. I just, they were good and I was really happy with their music. So <laughs> This is the greatest <laughs> review ever. I've seen them before, but I never cared. But now they made me care. Oh, I, cool, I, I, like, I was happy with their music. Yes. That's about, you know. What'd you think of that? I was happy with it. You know. Good. And I was really happy with their music. So <laughs> I'm on about wait. Uh, what's a couple songs I should check out or an album to check out by them? Horsing around. And of course, why the only right kids were awesome. Bruce Party was awesome. Window Paint was awesome. I got to see a little bit of Almost Human and. It was cheaper than spending two hundred dollars on a Kiss ticket. Yeah, and they're probably <laughs> better live than Kiss. Yeah, dude, they crush it. <laughs> they're great, man. It's always fun while we were playing. I look over to the side of the stage and there's uh, Joe, uh, aka Gene Simmons. Yeah, and he's got not all of the makeup done, but he wanted to just catch a little bit of our set, so he's like half made up. <laughs> yep. it was pretty cool. Two I was like, yeah, can we kind of did the nod. I was like, hey man, yep. he's like, hey man, same yeah. here. He's uh, like, he, he got his opportunity to give us all the nod, yep. and then he went back to put the makeup on. Yeah, the 29th plane. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Nice. Much love, man. Oh, it's, it's always awesome great seeing, seeing you. There. Yeah. Yep. And, and yeah, he's right. All those bands. Everyone was great. I, I don't think it's been announced yet. So I don't want to. But something cool is going to be happening very soon for Wyatt Only in the Wreckage. Let's just say. Oh, I think it did get announced. because It sort of got announced on the on I the saw web. it on my news feed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It I don't was, know who leaked it. Did someone leak it or what? I don't know. 
Internet's kind of a funny thing. Sometimes websites pop up. It hit my news feed, and I was like, nice. And I don't know if it was necessarily sanctioned or not. Oh, wow. Well, but, you know what? I mean, it's just a podcast. No one listens here at work. Yeah, right. Uh, congratulations. Wyoming the Wreckage are going to be yeah, playing Red over at Festival. Red Festival. And Red that's well-deserved. Yeah, that's killer, man. Yep. Absolutely. For everyone in that band not named Wyatt. I'm yeah. very happy for them. Yeah, Wyatt, you better bring enough dicks for everyone at Red Festival. Nah, dude, I'm really pumped for Wyatt and the crew. They, they, they've been busting their ass, and this is something that's going to be pretty yeah. cool. So if you're planning on going to Red Festival, I know the new originals are going to be playing, yep, so we'll, we'll be, be there. We'll be down there, really? man. I'm yep. very excited also. Uh, Washington Black, it's a Pearl Jam tribute band that I've yet to see, that I've been wanting to see. They they All the videos I've watched, they just crush They're it. They're great. They're yeah. fantastic. Yeah, killer. And, and really sweet guys, too. Oh, Amazing cool. Amazing musicians and sweet guys, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm, super cool. All the videos I've seen of them performing, they just do a great job of capturing not only the music, but just the nuances of Pearl Jam. So it's... I'm looking forward to seeing them play at the Enum Claw Expo Center. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same place as last year. So go to KSW.com. That's such a great big area, yeah. too. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. Hopefully it won't rain on them this year, man. <laughs> Hopefully it does, because that oh. was the best part, man. We got dumped on, yeah. dude. And then, we, like I said, we found out later that they, they stopped serving alcohol at like 7.30, and we were on at 8. So everyone left, and we were like, oh. <laughs> Soaked and drunk. <laughs> yeah, drunk exactly. and wet. <laughs> exactly. How man. I like my women. Drunk and wet. Wait. Hey, yo. Uh, yeah, that kind of does work. Yep, it does, actually. For <laughs> once, it does. Drunk and wet. Drunk and wet. The new album from Bruiser Brewery. At the Expo Nice. Center. All right, let's check out one more voicemail. Let's see what we got here. Yeah, yeah. My daughter just went to prom this weekend. You know, when the kid showed up at the door to pick her up, I just, I, I could not treat him nicely. And uh, <laughs> it's just because I was young once, too, and I know exactly what was going to be going down later that night. Mm-hmm. We were all young at one point in time, and we know what that kid's thinking when he comes to the door. So I can't even be nice to them. Well, see, that's just an issue on your own part, okay, sir. man, all right. <laughs> Can we just hear that again? I mean, I mean he call us on purpose? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, a great question. Yeah, my daughter just went to prom this weekend, you know, and the kid showed up at the door to pick her up. Yeah, I was going to bury her in the desert. I could not treat him nicely. So what you do, hit him in the head? <laughs> well, here's the deal. Look, mm-hmm. I want you to know now. I had a video for some cement <laughs> shoes. Is off the table. I will cut your throat. <laughs> you know? I know how things wow. go down. When I went to prom, I gave it to her. I'm sorry, Rob. not my daughter. Jesus. Oh, we're not supposed to do that. Well, yeah, you guys. I mean, Son maybe once, and then you know you're dwelling on it. My bad. Oh yeah. When I went to prom, the date I had went, we went right to the poop shoot. Is that all right? Sure. All right. <laughs> And, if you go uh, near my daughter's you're... turd cutter, I will okay. kill you. <laughs> you're dwelling, <laughs> Glenn! <laughs> and uh, it's just because I was young once, too, and I know exactly what was going to be going down later that night. Yeah, now everyone on the mix cast does, yep. too. The no-go place. We're all young at one point in time, and we know what that kid's thinking when he comes to the door. So I can't even be nice to them. Listen, to See, his God. It's level-headed, menacing. Like, if you were going there to meet his daughter, and you were going to take her on a nice date with no funny business involved... You would be terrified. I yeah. would just turn around and I'd be like, "I'm sorry, I'm leaving." Now. I've I've had the the uh, father threat thing happen. Actually, there was a dude. His, his, no lie, his name was Lester. Um, Lester. Yeah, I won't. Uh, maybe I give away names because names lend legitimacy to the story. But I won't tell the girl's name. I was dating her for a little while, but her dad's name was Lester, and Lester was taller than I am. He's a big guy, 
He said, come on downstairs. And we went oh, downstairs, Jesus. and he showed me his gun collection. Yep. Oh, boy. And and that was because when we first shook hands, he, he grabbed my hand, and he squeezed it so hard. And I just kept eye contact, and I just kept shaking. Man, great to meet you. Mm-hmm. Awesome to be here. Thanks for having me over. And he was squeezing and squeezing, and I just kept eye contact and just played it totally cool. Yep. Like, F you, dude. I'm not letting you. Just, yeah, take Good control. luck. Yeah, You're yeah, not going to yeah. make me nervous. So that's when he was like, well, come on downstairs. I want to show you something. I'm like, all right. Went downstairs, and he he, oh, he opens up this cabinet. He's showing me his gun collection. I'm like, dude, nice, a four-inch Smith. Man, that's awesome. And I, it, it just like. That backfired. Oh, bad, bad. <laughs> I'm like, dude, how long have you had the 30-30? Those are fantastic, man. I mean, grandfather has one. One of these days is going to be mine. And dude, An AR-15? Dude, is, it, is, is that a 223? Or what are you? Like, I really just, uh, so I geeked out with and him. he's like glowing, and by the end of it, he's just like, daughter, make sure he knocks you up. I yeah. like this kid. <laughs> well, he was just blinking. Like, no, I could see it in his eyes, like the, god damn it. This, this isn't going to work. This backfired, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, oh, what, you were going to threaten me? I just thought you were showing me your gun collection. And I'm really pumped to see it. Man. That's hilarious. Dude, a full frame 45, that's really nice, man. God, have you ever shot a Kimber? They're really nice guns. <laughs> like, I just geeked out with him, and, and I knew what he was trying to do. Yeah. And I that's just- awesome. Yeah, I just had my way with him, dude. I violated the hell out of him. Good on you. His daughter. Crazy. <laughs> All right, man. I'm taking off with your daughter now, pal. Thanks for showing me. Let's go shooting sometime. <laughs> I like your guns. I'm going to show her my love gun later. Love gun. Yeah, man. Uh, we've got an email at themixcast at gmail.com. Douches, it's been a while since I emailed the podcast, and for that, I apologize. I hate to do this. Oh, it's from our buddy Nick. Oh, we missed uh, you. Uh, he says, uh, I've come to you with a dilemma. Tonight, as you read this, the editors are playing at Numo's, and I'm going. However, I bought the ticket so quickly that I stupidly didn't research a way back. If anyone who's going may be able to give me a ride home or something, I would owe you forever. If not, wish me luck. Thanks, Nick. Where's he from? Everett, if I remember yeah, correctly. Oh, yeah, so he's yeah. gonna get from Newmost to Everett. When did you? When he was at the Bruiser Brody show in Everett. You know, Nick is in the the chair. Or oh the, yeah, the yeah, 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 It's like a wheelchair, yeah, yeah. but not a wheelchair. I, I always forget. It's what like those a walker sort of. Yeah, thing. Walker, I, I remember seeing him and giving him a hug before uh, the lights went out. And yep, same uh, here. I lost control. The lights went out. So, I don't oh, Nick, <laughs> I love you, brother. But I feel like this happens a lot with you. All you time. really need to iron these things out before you buy the tickets and make sure you have a way to get home Separation. and a way to get there. The if, preparation. It, if it means buying an extra ticket for the person that you're going to be going with, that's a good idea. But I feel like this. I remember being at a window pane show and he's like, I don't have a way home. Can you get me home? And I'm like, well, I live in Puyallup and my, my car is filled with hockey gear. I have no room to fit you yeah. in there. And it was just like one of those things where... He was going around asking people, can you get me home? Makes you feel bad. I feel terrible. That's why I'm like, man, do the Russell Wilson and put the separation <laughs> in the preparation. <laughs> nice pause there. Nice to collect your thoughts there. I love you, brother. But but this happens too yeah, much. it does. You need to knock it off. <laughs> you know I love you. And I hope the best. And I hope you get home. Yeah. And I hope that this wasn't from yesterday. Otherwise, it's all moved. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> well, he's I mean, he's, he's still might be looking. But I, I, oh, he said that yesterday at ten o'clock at night. So I'd imagine that yeah, for today. Should... Unless something... he was at the show and he emailed you from his mobile device. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I Nick, hope so. Post it on Facebook. Yeah. Offer to buy somebody their ticket. It, the, the Migscast, first off, the Migscast is not a good vehicle to we, send an email that is going to be read in a timely manner. Never. Like, we are not a yeah, ride. It share. might be a month from now. And you know what? Congratulations, True. Steve. I'm going to give you props on checking your email. I did. I printed it. it, and I was actually going to 
not even get to the emails, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> Nick. Well, I mean, and here's a thought, oh, man. man. I know there's Nick, buses. I, you, dude, I mean, dude, on. Cap Hill, Numos. I know there's buses that run yep. from there to Everett. And sometimes you're going to have to leave a little early in order to, to accommodate the end of those things. things. Yep, you I might guarantee have... you could probably grab a bus for something on the cheap. Or just, man, you got to figure it out. Yeah. Just purchase. I I don't know. I don't know what to say, but I hope I hope you were able to get there and maybe post something on your Facebook and say, hey, if anyone can take me. And I know, hey, look, a lot of really cool people who listen to this podcast have given him rides to and from. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely, awesome. But maybe make sure you get this taken care of before you buy the ticket. That's all I hope for maybe, the best, man. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to you, and I love you. Good luck, have fun. All right, uh, let's talk about. Uh, oh, oh, so people have chimed in about random weird places that they get food at. From yeah. Last week's conversation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This place says uh, it's called Friendly Pizza. Oh, this is talking about the guy who wanted me to buy his kid's pizza. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got yeah. a he says, hey, if you want, he's like, yeah, the guy wanting you to buy a pizza is weird. However, if you want to make a friend really happy, have a pizza delivered to their house a few minutes after you, they get home from work. I've done this several times, and my friends love it. From John the Jumbo. That's an oh, awesome. That's random? hilarious. That's killer. That's like the greatest non-prank ever. Yeah. That is really good. I that love that good. idea. Like the timing, you've got to really know your friend's schedule, but still, if you do and you Brilliant. can pull that off, that yeah. is really cool. Yeah, Justin uh, sent you a pizza. What? Yeah, Justin sent you a pizza? Yeah, that wouldn't be me. Dude. I wouldn't do that. I love it if you guys <laughs> Oh, dude. Be, my wife's like, why did you eat all this pizza? <laughs> Somebody sent it to us. I don't know what to tell you. I had to. There's a two liter. Oh. There you go. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> my wife will be like, I checked the records. You sent it to yourself. Somebody sent it to me. Wasn't me. There's a card. You're special. Oh, oh but John also had a Glenn, suggestion. that's your handwriting. No, it's not. No, it's not. John also gave us a hookup on a, a food truck. He says, this picture of this dilapidated food truck has the best shrimp on earth. It's on the North shore, shore of Oahu, and oh, I look forward to eating yeah. there every year on my trip to the island. Yemeni Dum Dum from John. It's called uh, Kahuluku Shrimp. Okay. There's like that doesn't look ghetto. That thing looks nice. It's got a giant shrimp on it. I've lived in it. apartments that aren't as nice as that <laughs> thing, man. But you could you cook shrimp in there? I probably did. <laughs> probably microwave some progies and put some ketchup on them. Was like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I should have went to college. <laughs> 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 Dustin writes and says, Migs, have you tried the taco bus on Meridian and Puyallup? It's really, taco, I've seen taco it. taco bus. I've yet to go there. I need to. He says, I just listened to the Migs cast and I thought I'd throw out that plug. Keep being awesome, brother. I love both of the podcasts. Rev, Glenn, and D-Ted Smith. You guys all kick ass Thank you. at life Cheers. as well. Thank Thanks you. for the entertainment from Dustin. Yeah, we kick ass at life. I don't know about that. I like Surge. I don't know. I forgot to read the manual, dude. <laughs> I'm like that parent that can't work the VCR except the VCR is life. And I don't have a kid to come Your set it for me. Your life is blinking 12 o'clock <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it's been blinking 12 since I told my mom and dad I didn't want to go to college. <laughs> I love Surge sent us an email to a place to go to, and he even sent us a map to where you can find it. Yeah. <laughs> With an arrow pointing wow. at the location. My man. Right here. Yeah, winning. He says, hey, hola. There's a shady but amazing taco truck in South Park. I believe that's actually their slogan. We're shady but amazing. <laughs> it's called Muy Macho, and it's just perma parked in a parking lot in South Park. Attached as a map. Nice. And it looks like it's pretty cl- like kitty corner to the South Park Tire Factory, right next to a Jalisco's on 14th Avenue South. All right. So there you go. Like uh, the cross streets, South Sullivan Street and 14th Avenue I South. I know that area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the next okay. time you come back with some tacos. Well, next time I'm Ubering Moe down macho. there and I'm hungry, I'll be like, logging off. Where is Moe Macho? I'm going to go get my Moe Moe Macho on. Moe Macho. 
Uh, hey, uh, this one's from Lucky Fox. He says, Ola makes cast. I just want to write and tell you that you guys are awesome. Sweet. That's it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, always entertaining and excited for Tuesday nights at work. Your cast is always the first thing that I listen to. That is awesome. Thank cool. you. Uh, usually followed by, by, some, by some window pane and soon Bruiser Brody. That's been really important to me as of late since I've been dealing with getting out of a rough relationship of 10 years. To sum it up, accused of cheating on numerous occasions, selfishly hoarding money while making her pay all the bills. That's just the tip of the iceberg, but I don't want to bring the cast down too much. I just want you guys to know that your positive outlook on many situations always reminds me to try and stay positive wherever I can. Nice. Keep doing what you do best, and I look forward to more of what you guys do. And that's sent to us by the electronic carrier pigeon. He doesn't give us a name. but got that's- email. It's Lucky Fox. We, you know what ECP? No, it'd be ECP. Yeah, you, you know me. me. You know what ECP? Yeah, you know That me. was the problem with his relationship. She thought he was down with ECP. The electronic carrier pigeon? Yes. I don't know. You got the door. Well, much love, man. Well, thank you. <laughs> Cheers, and dude. Yeah, yeah it sounds like as crappy as it is, it's going to get better. And at it least will. you're not going to be in a relationship with someone who's just constantly questioning your integrity. Gosh, right? Integrity. Yeah. Integrity. One more and we'll get the hell out of here. Mm. I'm like 50 hours behind on podcast right now. Uh, who's this Glenn guy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you are behind. It's been uh, like a year and a half, hasn't it? I don't even know. I don't even know either. Dude, it's been, I think, two years. Has it, it been two it years? It kind of blurs. It was close to it. Yeah, it's getting it's getting there. Yeah. We should find out. I I like, I'm glad it's so yeah. memorable. <laughs> I, I'm the worst at those things. <laughs> I like, don't know either. Bro, if it wasn't for the fact that my wife and I got married in 2010, I would never know the year designation <sighs> because think, it's a perfect zero. Uh, I don't know what year I got married in. I remember the date and I know, I think, I think I've been married for 12 years. See? I think. I know it's coming up on eight because it's 2010, so now it's 2018. And we got married in December. I'm not sure how old my wife Matt. is either, 100%. I'm yeah. not really sure. I think Sid's about to turn 31. Tawny's young and beautiful. That's all Bear. that matters. How old yeah, is she? She's young and beautiful. Young and beautiful. <laughs> How's that? He says, the last mix guest I listened to you guys talked about not getting to see Tom Petty before he passed. Well, I listened to that episode. I just arrived at the golf course I'm currently working on in Houston. I was at the same tournament last year with an awesome friend from Seattle. Petty was just a couple blocks away at our apartment one night during the tournament, and my friend knew that uh, knew the lighting director, so she totally got us in. I'm typically pretty hesitant to go out at night during a tournament, and after years of working in entertainment, I'm super jaded about seeing shows, but she was psyched for it, so I went. God damn, that was a good show. I'm so glad I went to that show, not just because I got to see him before he died, but because it was one hell of a good show. Yeah. Cheers from John the Jumbo. Thank you, John, for that's rubbing cool. it in and making us feel worse <laughs> oh, about missing good, out on him. Right. All right. I think that's about it. But uh, again, uh, before we even say goodbye, I just want to make it very clear. Jazz Bones, this Saturday this Saturday. Night. Saturday. And Mary Mart. Saturday. We'll be at Mary Mart at 7.30. That's right. So we will be selling you some pot outside of Mary Mart. No, get, which, some, get some menstrual Some menstrual tweeds, cream. yeah. yeah. Menstrual cream. <laughs> First person that comes in to see us will get to apply menstrual cream to Glenn's back. Oh, yeah. And taint. <laughs> yes. And taint. Yeah. And taint. That we want to numb right. that taint, man. Taint that a shame. Yeah, that, that taint doesn't want to remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> so this Saturday, come hang out with us. Uh, all of us in the mix guests will be at Mary Mort, uh, Mary Mart, Mary Mort, Mort, which is three thousand and two Sixth Avenue in Tacoma. Yep, uh, that's at seven thirty ish. We're going to be there as soon as we're done with our load in and sound check and all that fun stuff. We're going to hightail over there at Mary Mart, and we're going to stay there for a little bit. 
And then we're going to walk on over to Jazz Bones uh, for a big show. Bruiser Brody, anti-hero. Is anti-hero. How do you pronounce it? Anti-hero is the way I think everyone always says it. All right, just making sure. I never That's like Spokane or... Spokane. 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 I said it weird so many times now I can't say it right. I know. We're playing with that anti-hero and wide only and the wreckage. Wide only and the wreckage. So that's all this Saturday night. Come hang out with us and let's have a great time. All right, let's get out of here. I want to thank my man Rich for bringing us all the way from Canada. Oh. Ketchup chips and Timbits. That's yeah! right, Rachel Kerr. Dude, Rich, love you, man. We got to hang for a while. We got to chat. And what an awesome dude. Chips dude, brought us down so ketchup good. chips and Timbits to the show Sunday. And love you, man. Thanks. I had five Timbits before the show, three Timbits after. Nice. That's all I have to oh, say. Oh, dude, there were people straight <laughs> up like crushing those I'd roll bits. over and Kathy'd be like, by the way, and she had like a list of people who were like, you've got Timbits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and people were like, can I get in on those? Can, no. I, can I? And so, I, like, yeah, Kathy Cooper, our merch girl, was sharing the Timbits, <laughs> which was rad. I sold four of them for 60 bucks. It was great. <laughs> nice. Profit. Oh, no, dude, these are to get down here. Those were clutch. And Rich, it was awesome to talk to him. His favorite uh, Bruiser Brody song is Die by the Whipping, one of nice. our new songs. Ooh, so cool. that was pretty damn cool. It was awesome getting to see him there. Awesome getting to see everybody over at yeah. Studio Thanks 7. Thanks, everyone, for coming out. It, we did really well. And let's do it again this Saturday night. It's going to be a blast. Bruiser Brody at Jazz Bones. I never went to college. We're going to be selling that raw marijuana. Stay positive. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.